Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them one from another, just as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He'll put the sheep on His right and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on His right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or without clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. Matthew twenty-five thirty-one through 40 This is one of the most haunting and serious passages in the Bible when it comes to justice in our world. At the end of the passage we just read, Jesus goes on to tell us what will be said and what will happen to the goats in the story. They hear the opposite of what the sheep hear with an announcement to depart from him. There's a couple things I want us to discuss as we think about this passage today. First, the king of the universe identifies with some of the most needy people on the planet, so much so that he would say that whatever is done to them, he feels it so deeply as if it is actually being done to him. Let that sink in on you about how incredible our king is. It would probably be safe to say that most kings and leaders who have ever held a throne would surround themselves and identify with the most powerful people in the world. Their best buds would probably be other kings and people of authority. The poor would probably be the least of their concern and potentially even be seen as a problem they have to deal with. Not the most important king, though. He tells his followers that he sees what is done to the least important people on the planet and even identifies with them so deeply he actually feels their pain or experiences their healing. The second thing we need to think about is the fact that the people who were called the sheep were totally unaware of what they were even doing. It's like they're telling the king in this story, I don't remember seeing you hungry and giving you food or thirsty and giving you water. I don't remember visiting you in prison or giving you clothes when you were naked. When did we even do this for you? Why is this so important for us to understand when thinking about justice and jubilee? It's important because we must guard against the thought that serving the poor and needy will ever earn us favor with Jesus. He did not tell his followers after this that they better start figuring out how to serve the poor or they would be one of the goats. And we cannot fall into the false belief that if we go serve the poor and needy today, Jesus is going to smile at us any more than he already does because of the redemption he's given to us. What he is saying, though, and what we need to take away from this is that faith in Jesus is more than just words to say, prayers to pray, songs to sing, and church services to attend. Understanding who Jesus is to and for us has to go much deeper than that, or we need to question whether we know him at all. He uses those who follow him to bring the chaos of this world back into his order. Those who follow him just cannot help it. 
They desire to see the naked clothed and the sick healed and the hungry fed and the thirsty satisfied, both physically and spiritually. Not because they need to earn anything or they feel the need to be anyone else's Messiah. They do not need credit for what they do. They do not need a social media post for what they do. They do not need anyone to clap and cheer for what they do. They do not even expect Jesus to celebrate what they've done. Most of the time, they don't even know what it is they have done. But he's using them. He's using them to free captives. He's using them to feed the hungry. He's using them to clothe the naked. They do it in such a way that the poor and needy are not a project but humans, people who bear the image of the king who's everything to them. I want to finish by speaking to two people today. If you find yourself as a person who may be unwanted, needy, or least in the world, know that you're loved and identified with by the most important one in the world. You still need him. You still need to submit to him, follow him, but know you are seen and loved. Second, if you're a follower of Jesus, where are you on this? Do you care about the things he cares about? If you don't, I think you need to ask him why. When something as big as redemption lands on a person, surely it makes them passionate about seeing that happen for others.